0: Hello, hello! Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's Zach and Alex back with you to talk about a lot of motorsports. This what? Well, not that much motorsports. Uh, there's a lot of tea that we have to talk about, and it's it's more like I'd say American centric tea, which is a weird way of saying it, but it's nothing about like F1 or anything. For once, I think. Um. So no. we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about NASCAR at Watkins Glen, of course. Um. The fantasy battle and NASCAR is heating up. We're going to make our fantasy picks for Daytona at the end of the episode. Stay tuned for that. But, Alex, we're going to start today's episode talking about SRX. We're changing it up because, Alex, you got to watch last week's SRX Waste. Uh, waste. Waste. The season waste. finale. The SRX Waste. You had to uh, watch it in person. You were there at uh, Lucas Oil Mr. Speedway. Likes. So, Alex, of course... I'm very excited to hear about your experience cuz I mean y'all y'all think that me and Alex are always texting each, texting each other and Alex is always texting me. I'm never replying. That that's kind of a joke. It's not really a joke. I never reply. That's not true. It I, is
1: true, but it's also not. It's also true, not. I was you know. sick.
0: I was sick like Thursday night and like most of the weekend. So I haven't been talking to Alex much. Um so I'm excited to hear Alex about what kind of the experience was because you weren't just there you got uh what do they call it like a hot pass or credential where they call it
1: well i just had a garage pass a garage but pass? i ended up in the infield right and, um i'll talk about that um but yeah so when, a few weeks ago we had michael Carey on the social media director for srx and he invited both of us so you weren't able to go but i, I went to lucas oil speedway and it's a two-hour drive for me had a lot of fun and ran into michael Carey. i ran into matt weaver um i got starstruck over alan bestwick and i had like it wasn't awkward but like i saw him talking <laughs> with someone and i waited so i didn't want to interrupt and then he walked over to where i was and i'm just like hi and then like i told him like you know like he's probably heard a million times like i watch you growing up i'm a big fan and he's was like super appreciative and everything. Alan Bestwick's amazing. Oh, He puts um, the
0: superstar in superstar racing. He's does. the superstar
1: for real. Truly though. But yeah, just kind of got to hang out in the garage. I walked all around the track. I'd never been there before. So just like kind of checking out. It's a track I've always really wanted to go to. Because just has a ton of high praise around it. And it's one of the best dirt tracks I've ever been to. In terms of like facilities and everything. I was wow. really impressed with it. But, um, yeah, so eventually I ran into Matt Weaver and we've had Matt on the show twice, hopefully a third time in a few weeks. And basically we just kind of chit chatted a lot. We never met each other in person. We talked, we watched the modified heats together. And then eventually later in the night, he's like, why don't you just come with me for like the actual race? And just, and I'm like, so like shadow you. And he's like, yeah. So, oh, shut like, I'm gonna oh, sneak.
0: I love Matt so, Weaver
1: oh my god me too so he's that's like I'm so gonna nice try sneaking him. you in to the infield i don't know if i'm you're allowed to but like sneaking I'm sneak you, you in, in there. sneaking you in uh, smuggling a whole person that's awesome yes so like i kind of just watched matt interview every single driver that's cool just so cool all of them that are there and it was so cool watching him do his thing like you know i'm trying to decide what i want to do is it journalism or is it more like pr whatever social media stuff i'm trying to figure right. out what i want to do and kind of being able to see him do his thing who in my opinion he's like one of the best out there to do it genuinely oh and that's and, easy
0: to tell because i mean we see i mean he's yeah. switched like different platforms so much i feel like in the past few years like he's mm-hmm. matt weaver is that guy he is that guy he really is yeah
1: but eventually uh we go on to the track, no one says anything. I think it's perfectly fine. I wasn't the only one just a glitch, but and I I apologized to Michael Carey. I'm like, if I wasn't supposed to be down there, I'm sorry, but it, it was fine. Uh yeah. But we uh we're in the infield, and I'm just like really taking it in, like looking around, like I'm in the infield. My, Matt Yokum's over there doing an interview right now for ESPN. Wow. It's cool. And uh, during one of the heat races, during one of the fun flags, Matt turned to me and said. I can feel your energy coming off of you. Just how excited I was and enjoying it. Whoa. And it was just like, I, that's a compliment. like having so much
0: fun. I've never, yes. I, I'm waiting for a man to say that to me. I love the energy coming up. If a man said that to me, I'm marrying
1: them on the spot. That's crazy. Oh my God. But, um, I was just loving it. Like, you know me, I've gone to dirt tracks like my whole life growing up. And I never got to be in the infield like that. Yeah. So like, I was true. just like really buzzing, you know, just like being able to like really taking it in. Like I'm just kind of there, just soaking it in as a fan. And we had a really good race. In my opinion, like there were times to track. It was just a one groove track. that couldn't make much passing. Um, and we'll talk about it in a minute, but I had a great time. Uh, thank you, Matt Weaver for, you know, letting me just follow you around. Cause even after the race, I kind of just hung out with him.
0: That's uh, awesome.
1: He ran- Matt was running all across the garage area, back and forth to all sorts of different people. And at one point, I was standing beside Tony Stewart for like a solid 10 minutes, just kind of listening in to the Chilling. conversations he was having. You're just one of the people. boys. Yeah.
0: Tony Stewart and the boys. You're just one
1: of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And um, it was just really cool, man. Like, this was a really fun experience. Like, I... I didn't really like talk to any drivers necessarily. I just kind of wanted to soak it in and appreciate the yeah. experience for what it was. That's yeah. Because I didn't want to do t- I didn't want to do too much to make myself over feel overwhelmed. That's my problem
0: know? with always go like when I went to Richmond that one time with the VIP experience. I was just so worried yeah. about making sure I make the most of the opportunity. But like I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's a stressful thing. When you get something, a chance like this, and again, thank you, Michael Carey, for... I mean, I also had the invitation to, you know, do something like that at SRX. Unfortunately, I couldn't go, but, Mm -hmm. like, and for Alex, for you, just because I know you want a career in racing, and I just think you would be, you would flourish in a career in racing with what you do for this podcast. Like, getting the opportunity to shadow someone like Matt Weaver, like, i just i don't even know what to say because i just i appreciate matt weaver so much for giving my best friend that kind of opportunity because it's i with my job observing other like people that have been doing it for a long time is very important for me um and it helps me a lot when i get to see like veterans do their thing so just for someone like you alex someone trying to get into whatever it's pr journalism still figuring it out like that's such a huge deal. And people like Matt Weaver, I mean, I think we kind of talked about it, like on the Michael Carey episode, like there's people that, you know, they're, they give, they're giving people shots because they know what it was like. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say on that. Yeah. That's just awesome. And,
1: and shout out to Michael Carey too. Cause when I talked to him yeah. for a bit, he's like, if you need anything, like just let me know. I'll be here all night. Obviously, obviously and, like, I <laughs> ran into him a couple more times too. So, like, it, there's just, it's, there's good people in the industry, and if that's you find them, awesome. they'll help you. And that's, it, it's really, it's really true.
0: Especially um, at SRX, which is like, yeah, I think yeah. probably its key component that it's good vibes only. And that's why Paul Tracy isn't racing mm-hmm. in it anymore. Um,
1: <laughs> like, good <laughs> <But> vibes only. <laughs> with, with SRX, and Matt and I talked about this at the trap, it was that you don't get to see these guys that run Cup specifically. In these kind of situations, where it's just kind of like laid back, they get to be themselves. Yeah, they're not at
0: the upper like, echelon the of motorsports. Isn't,
1: you know what? Like, yeah. yeah, like there, like there's not the high intensity stress of winning a championship. Like, It'd you know, be Ryan like seeing Newman won the SRX championship. Yeah, But, like is that a big deal? Not necessarily. Yeah, but. Yeah,
0: it'd be like seeing Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton at like Le Mans or something. Uh, That's maybe not the same comparison, but like not in an F1 car, you know, like just being able to be a race car driver instead of an F1 driver, because they are two totally different things in America. It's you're a NASCAR driver. You're a huge star. You're fighting for this championship, trying to make the playoffs. And it's all that before just being a race car driver. So that's a really interesting
1: thing to bring up. Yeah. And it was just like. No, it's guys like Kenny Wallace. Kenny Wallace is just running around the garage saying hi to everyone and just like having a great time. Like I know it's Kenny Wallace, you know, like he's just always having a good time. But like even Clint Boyer, like, you know I know he's the same way. I know, like, that's the exact same person. He's time. just he's just Kenny but,
0: Wallace but the next generation, like
1: <laughs> Yeah. But you you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like, no, yeah. On TV you get you think they're probably putting on a show is how I explained it to, like, a family member when I told them I was doing this. Yeah. Like, it's like, they're not just putting on a show, like, Kenny Wallace and Clint Boyer. That's how they actually yeah. are. Yeah, it's like how I put on I really a show. I appreciate seeing that.
0: It's like how I put on a show here. I don't act like you this in person. You don't put
1: on a show. I don't,
0: I don't know no. what you're talking about. I don't act like this.
1: <laughs> That's a lie. You are a goofy person in, in real life. God. I can attest to that. Um... <laughs> The vibes are immaculate, though, Zach. Don't you worry. But, yeah, I had a lot of fun. Um, SRX, I'm I so glad I went. I was very glad. But to talk about the actual race itself. Yeah, so how but- was the race? I did not watch. I was asleep. Yeah, you were sleeping. I tried texting you and I had no reception at the track and one thing went over on Facebook and I was like, dude, I'm in the infield right now. Bro. And that's the only message that went through. Bro sent
0: me a message on Facebook and I'm like, who? I thought you were hacked. I thought you got hacked. I was like, that's the only time people send me messages on Facebook when they get hacked. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Alex. (laughs) I was like, what? Why are you messaging me on Facebook? That's crazy so yeah how was yeah, the how was
1: i never used that
0: how was the racing hmm?
1: how was the racing for real so the track it was very one grooved and there was a lot of discussion about that in the driver's meeting which i was there i was at the driver's meeting oh, just kind of observing all right okay
0: yeah. i didn't realize you were a and, badass
1: and tony stewart was in there and he worked with the track prep crew Say this is what we need to do, and I don't know how much that made a difference in the race, because it still kind of was a one-groove track. This was the first SRX race for dirt, because there were two SRX dirt races this year. Eldora was in the East Eastern Time Zone, and this in Central, so the racing, the heat races started while the sun was still out. Oh. So that impacted the dirt's temperature and how it took yeah. in, like the heat and everything. That's an
0: interesting point, okay.
1: So... The track, it was just in a weird situation. I don't know how to perfectly describe it, but it seemed fine. It was mainly single file stuff, but like you had some fun stuff in the back. Like at one point there was some three wide action and something that I wasn't expecting, but it just kind of happened standing in the infield. You kind of just stand there and have to keep spinning in a circle you have to keep standing there that's really in a circle i'm imagining you to, like, like spin. I'm, that's really funny yeah yeah wait yeah that sounds so annoying <laughs> that, that, that you mentioned it yeah and so there was like this like block i don't know why it was there like, There Like was like this this block like they would like ha- like a safer barrier block i don't know how to describe what i'm talking about he's a concrete was there and like People were like sitting on it. It's so, like I would do that during the fun flags to like rest. And I'd try sitting there when it when they went back Green light. I would stand back up like, I gotta watch. I gotta see what they're doing on the back hmm So I don't know. It was just like, I gotta keep moving. You can't just turn your heads 360 degrees to watch it. Um, but anyway, the highlight of the SRX race was Clint Boyer at the end of the race. He did not one, but two slide jobs on yeah. Jan- Jonathan Davenport. Yeah. For the win? It, like, this was for the lead? So, it was for the lead. Wow. For the lead. With like 10 to go. Oh, wow. It was so much fun. So much fun to watch. Matt and I high fived each other on the second one, I think. Oh, that's cool. That's and cool. It was just crazy. The crowd was going nuts. Oh. And he, he couldn't do it. And Clint said in one of his interviews after that the steering wheel came out of his hand after he got, got a oh rear end God. shot after the. After the slide job, so the wheel came out of his hands. We so lost a bunch of spots. Whoa! But I think Boyer had the best car. So I Davenport's experience and dirt late models. Yeah. Really won him
0: so there. the slide job didn't oh. work because
1: Davenport just did a crossover and went back under him. Or no, like he or he did. He basically got right behind him and hunted him in the back. Okay. And then Boyer lost control of his car, but Bo- Davenport was, I think, oh. been playing games. Honestly. Okay. So da- okay, I got it. All right. Um. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. SRX is great, um, and that kind of makes me wonder what is next for SRX. Yeah, I feel like we're always
0: asking what's next for the series. Finish your sentence. Yeah,
1: because they got rid of the local hero. I forget what they called it. Yeah, the local driver. Then Paul Tracy's suspension. They kind of brought it back. Sort I feel of. like they need, Davenport it. they need that thing. Has, I think it's more interesting. I agree. And Jonathan Davenport, he said in the pre-race, like, they, they brought the drivers out for like, a Q&A in front of the grandstands. And he said in there that he had won like nine races at Lucas Oil this year in a dirt late model. Wow. So like he was kind of like that local hero aspect. But it's also like with SRX... You really need the big-name stars to be there, right? To draw in an audience. And this year they really did that. Mm -hmm. Because they had Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch show up. They had Denny Hamlin show up. Joseph Newgarden was there for a race. But it's also like the local hero aspect is big for people who attend the track and they know these drivers, right? Yeah. And you can cheer that driver on. So it's just... What direction do they go in, and how do they keep well, things fulfilled? I'm curious, specifically Zach, what you think because you didn't really get into it this year. That's what do you think? Kind of what
0: I want to talk about. I just there's something with SRX, and I don't even know if I know what it is. I just can't get into it. Is it the fact that it's on a Thursday night? And like the first half of the races, I was watching, right? But this last half of the season the school oh i didn't my work started up again i totally don't work in a school um (laughs) um but like um so work started again and i i need to be like in bed at like 10 o'clock right um srx is running 9 to like 11 so it's just like and on a Thursday night, I'm just like I I don't I don't want to watch this. And there's just something about it that just wasn't really hooking me anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because maybe I'm just more into like more prestigious racing. Like I want racing with stakes and consequences and like a prestigious championship. Um, and like more consistent s- s- dramatic storylines. Like I think maybe what it was with SRX is that there just wasn't drama. Yeah, and even like when Paul Tracy was being stupid, that wasn't good drama like and maybe that's shallow of me to say to not just enjoy good racing but I think good racing has drama or you know a mm-hmm. lot of good racing can have drama and that might have been my issue with it because it's just every I just couldn't get into it I don't know maybe also I didn't grow up with short track or dirt track racing either like the genre mm-hmm. of racing is very. Not what I'm used to, right? Like, most short track racing I know is, like, Bristol Night Race. You know, it's a big event. It's a big spectacle. And SRX isn't really a spectacle to me. So, maybe that's why I just couldn't get into it. And I don't know what they would have to do to... Like, I know I want them to adopt a playoff championship. Like, I think it is really dumb to have this whole storyline about Ryan Newman's trying to win the championship and lock himself in. And, like, just... Come on. Because you're obviously not a series that's like about that kind of energy. You know what I mean? Like, if there's any motorsport in America that should have playoffs, NASCAR is probably one of the last ones. SRX is the first one. Like, honestly, I think SRX should have... I think that would make it really interesting. So then it's all these guys in every single race. They're trying to win a spot into the uh, the championship round or whatever. And then it makes it makes it just it's it that would create more drama and more stakes while not making it at the same level of you know what the cup series and the indycar series is i think that would
1: help so basically if they had what nascar has the winner take all format basically and if you so the winners of the first five and then those five can all go and try and win the championship that would make you more interested
0: i think so because it would at least add some drama because i think that's what's missing for me there's just no drama like and the again the only drama there is is just
1: paul tracy being stupid and that's not good right but that—that's the thing—is that Paul Tracy cost them a ton of money. And yeah. It's super expensive for them to be wrecking the cars like that.
0: Yeah. Like that wasn't. So, yeah. Exactly. It wasn't good drama. It yeah, was just yeah. stupid. It was mm-hmm. stupid. <laughs> There's a difference between right. drama and just stupid.
1: <laughs> so. And I, I think what you said about like you didn't grow up with like the local short tracks. The dirt. The only yeah. short tracks you knew were like Bristol and Martinsville. And in Richmond. And <laughs> Richmond. <laughs> sure. Sure. But, <laughs>
0: Bro thought he could sneak Richmond I, in there.
1: <laughs> but I I can totally understand that. Because, like, for me, I did grow up with that. That kind of... Like, my hometown has two dirt tracks in it. Right. And, yeah, and you, you went to them Georgia. growing like, up. I, that's what that's what I grew up with. I imagine yeah.
0: that's so nostalgic for you. Like, going to yeah. SRX, you know, ev- you know? Whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and then being in the infield, like I said, like that was just like, oh my god, yeah, it was crazy. And then back as a kid, but I'm experiencing from this perspective, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was very unique for me. But for me, I really like that they went the Thursday nights because there's nothing else going on. Yeah, that's very fair. Your your typical short tracks are running on Fridays and Saturdays, so. If you're at home, you're more likely to watch this. And I I do think it is a bit too late. There's probably a reason for why it's as late as it is. I can agree with that. Because East Coast, like that's ending very late. Yeah. But I don't know if you can adjust that too much. I'm not sure what ESPN has on before that. I mean, there was one race this year SRX had Little League Baseball on. And that's a big thing that they have every year. Yeah. So... But for me... Yeah, bring back the local hero driver. I think that that's just a home run, personally. But then, I know with money, but maybe since Paul Tracy's out, you can afford to have more cars? I think that could be yeah. beneficial, because then you could get more guys full-time, because Matt has said on Dale Jr. Download, he wanted to do full-time, but he didn't have enough cars. Oh, that sucks. And yeah. after the race, uh, Clint Boyer got a hug from Tony Stewart because of all the slide jobs he was doing, and Tony asked him. I was there, I heard it. Uh, Tony asked Clint, will you do full-time next year? And uh, Clint said yes. His son Cash said do it, and then his wife said he can do it. Okay. So, come on, boy y'all. might be doing it full-time next it's year. It's six weeks! Come on, y'all! Just let him do it! What do you mean, full-time? <laughs> come on! It's six weeks! But, yeah. but you know, it's like, Evan Harvick might want to do it full-time, too. Because he ain't going to be in Cups. Yeah. So, but like Kislavski, a cup driver is doing this every single week. Yeah. But like the
0: thing is, I think and that's another reason I want the playoff some kind of playoff format cuz then it's like well then if these guys can't do full uh what's it called? Full the full season, then it's still fine. They could still win the championship cuz I think it's I mean, right. how many full-time drivers did they actually have this year? You know? Like it wasn't to say like six. Why are Okay, seven? that's like I think, honestly, that's my biggest problem with SRX is the fact they want to, like, make... I, I Didn't we talk about this last year? Where it's like they're talking about the championship and making it, like, a, a big deal, even though it's not a big deal. I, but then they're also not making it a big
1: deal, and it's just... Ugh. This year, they barely talked about the championship at all. I yeah. think they took that, that criticism and was like, okay, yeah, we understand it's not really that big of a deal. So they didn't really talk about it. They would tell you... Yeah points like once maybe twice in a broadcast mm-hmm. and whatever and then like when newman won the championship which just like a quick little interview it wasn't that huge of a spectacle. yeah and i think that's fair but, yeah like but they can said, make it they can make it, it a
0: spectacle i think you know we
1: have i don't they, think we, it needs to be a spectacle though necessarily
0: but mm,
1: i almost think it again it just drama add some drama because a lot of the charm with SRX is how it's just for fun, you know. <sighs> I think that's a lot of the charm with it. I don't because, know, like though. I mentioned earlier, you have all these guys that are—you never get to see just having fun. They're well, just having fun yeah. with no care in the world. Yeah, but that's kind of boring. Still competitive. They still, I, they're still being competitive, yeah. and they still want to win. I don't think it's boring at all. I, I really like the series.
0: I, I just want some more just. Dis- and again like i still think like a little playoff format like that is not going to be like it's not gonna be that serious still because it's, it's srx i mean it's it's not gonna so be if, serious if
1: they did that would you watch all six races uh if you can because of your work
0: i fit yeah i mean i would probably tune in to the last race definitely because like oh it's brad kieslowski and kyle bush versus uh whoever you know whoever else won a race this season yeah. i don't remember but um like that would probably get me to tune in and check it out
1: Definitely. By the way, Kozlowski did not win a race.
0: Yeah, who won races? So it would been like what? Who would be the champion? Like it would so, be Kyle Busch and like Denny
1: Hamlin. Denny, ooh, that's good. Denny and uh, uh, Tony Stewart won Eldora, right? Tony Kyle Busch won twice.
0: Kyle Busch That'd just XJGR drivers, I guess. Okay, <laughs> so. XJ. <laughs> so who else won? Wasn't it like was it Newman? It was Newman. It was Newman. Newman.
1: It was Newman. Okay. That so Newman cool. still would have probably... I think Newman still would have won the championship in that case.
0: So it's a good championship format. Because by NASCAR Twitter logic... Know. God. By NASCAR Twitter logic, that means it's
1: a good championship format. Because they would have won in the yeah, other format. But, but, Zach, anyway, to kind of move on. I feel like if they lose the fun aspect, it won't be what it is. It won't lose the fun. I, think I don't think... Yeah. The, I don't think they could make the fun go out
0: of it, though. Like, they're not going to m- ever make it too but, serious.
1: Yeah, I just don't want it to be too prestigious, like you're saying you want, because I don't think that would that would take a lot of the time. I just need,
0: me. we just need the scale to go more in, like, the one yeah. direction.
1: So, more cars, and bring back the local ringer, and I think I'd be satisfied. Yeah. And by the way, uh, it will be back on ESPN next year, and the dates are already solidified. 2024.
0: And it's still a six-week
1: season. I would assume so. Fair well. enough. Yep. yep. All right. So, and by the way, one one more thing is that this time slot on ESPN is getting way more viewers than it did in prior years. Oh, so ESPN I, I is very, very, very happy. It sounds like with the uh, SRX.
0: I imagine. Because, again, we talked before how it's the perfect TV spot for XRX. So, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then we're going to talk about NASCAR at Watkins Glen. And welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. So, we are going to talk about NASCAR at Watkins Glen. And last week at uh, our Indy episode, we were talking about Indy. And we were kind of looking at Watkins Glen. And I don't remember if we hyped it up or not. Um i don't we think have, we did we have a lot to talk about today but we also don't have a lot to talk about <laughs> you know what i mean like listen not much happened in this race and i this is kind of probably an overreaction on my part, that on my part but alex that was one of the worst nascar races i've ever seen
1: yeah Okay, so I'm yeah. not
0: crazy. So I'm not, I thought you were going to be like, really? So- I thought you was going to be like, really, Zach? Nah, no way. No, you agree. Like that, that was, that was really bad. I'm
1: sorry. I was defending you on Twitter yesterday. What are you talking about? You did. You defended me He gets the darn William Byron fans. Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, this, this race is easy. Bottom four of the Gen 7 era. Like it's pretty bad like, like it's with like the martinsville races the martinsville had, night which...
0: races actually i don't even know if we had a martinsville
1: yeah. night race with this car but it was bad it was it sucked it's... and that's crazy because watkins glenn is typically one of the more exciting races mm-hmm. but it this nothing nothing happened and it just felt like there were no stakes it, it it's really a throwaway race it was a parade how this race went i'm
0: so sorry and i use this word loosely when describing races loosely i don't use this word loosely i think that's the term um that was a parade i knew no one i knew michael mcdowell was not gonna get back up through the field which wait yeah couldn't pass they could not pass and when i say they i mean everybody everybody could not pass Kyle Larson got that penalty. Bro, you did not see it. He got 19th in that race, yeah? Like, that was bad.
1: Uh, I I believe he finished even worse because he decided to wreck Austin Dillon. that's true. So he was, like, running 19th
0: before he wanted to wreck Austin Dillon. I mean, that was... It was bad. And we're going to talk at the end of this segment about what the hell needs to happen. Because... I yeah. think if that was – if we if that, if we had another one of those races coming next week, oh, my God, NASCAR would be in trouble because no one wants to see that. That was awful. But um, William Byron, he's back. He kind of had a slump of a summer. And I think the storyline that we can at least talk about is that the 24 team is finally executing again. They won at Atlanta like a month ago, but then they kind of had a summer of failing to execute – a lot of mistakes, but they showed up at Watkins Glen, one of the faster cars, and they really they really showed out today. And it's exactly what that 2014 needs to do as we get ready for the playoffs. We see this year after year. Um, one of the teams at the top of the standings, near the top of the standings, kind of have stronger performances as the playoffs get closer. And William Byron, most wins on the season. Probably most playoff points, I assume. Or I don't know if Truex might have more after the regular season points get handed yeah. out but yeah once
1: that goes in i yeah. think she'll have more probably but, yeah. but i i don't have much to say about byron winning because it was it mainly got there because michael Holy mcdowell <laughs> got that penalty and then byron well, just yeah. was a second yeah so not much to say but like good for him but uh michael mcdowell looks like he was gonna go back to back but then he drove through too many pit boxes And then his crew went over the wall too soon, which set him back even further. And then the engine died. But little shining moment here. They did win stage one. The 34 car did. So that's a big point that
0: I think that's a big deal deal, because, listen, the engine was going to fail either way. It doesn't matter what happened. The engine was going to fail either way. So the Mm -hmm. fact that they could get a single playoff point out of that is a huge. The only better thing they could have done yesterday is get like another playoff point right like i think that is a big that's and i'm i'm surprised no one's talking about that like that is such a big deal because honestly michael mcdowell is going to need every point he can get because he's going to be right at that cutoff we already if not right at the cutoff he's going to be below the cutoff and it's not going to matter but if he's going to make it i think that one point he got today is going to matter so yeah i think it's a big deal make it to the round of 12 that's what i'm saying um
1: yeah. Yeah, and we talked about this. We think 34. Their goal needs to just be make it out of this first round, and they can be satisfied with that. Yeah. At one point, like you said, Zach, that just three, four guys have some issues. Like last year, we saw that at Darlington, these guys have a bunch of issues, and they just have some consistent runs for three races. They could make it in oh, yeah. to the round of 12. That at one point they could be plus one after Bristol. And that
0: yeah. Be it. That extra point puts him, because he has seven playoff points. The win at Indy, one of the stage wins at Indy, I think, and then uh, the stage one at Watkins Lynn. That puts him, I believe, seeded 13th out of 16 right now, um, which is there you go. one point out, one point behind the cut line when the playoffs start. I mean, that's seven more than mm-hmm. what Bubba Wallace will have if he makes the playoffs right now. So two more, or more than Harvick, more than what Stenhouse has. I mean, yeah, it's something that one point it could mm-hmm. matter so good job for the 34 team at least to get that yesterday and well obviously thank god they won because they dnf'd yesterday yeah. so thank god they won an indy
1: if they do not win indy they would be behind ty gibson points yeah they would have a mathematical shot but they would like pretty much need to win daytona they, yeah they're not in that situation
0: yeah, so good good for that team. I think it's that 34 team. They hopefully they still feel good about themselves going into the playoffs and obviously they'll probably have a decent run at Daytona. Um let's talk about a team who's not feeling good. The 9 team, not at all. Worst what happened? worst year of Chase Elliott's career. Obviously. I mean, this is just <laughs> I this is just awful. Like embarrassing even because we expect better out of the nine team, we expected better out of them of the season, and I know, listen, this was one little mistake, but it's not even that one little mistake, Chase Elliott should have been on the the top five in qualifying, there's almost no excuse that they weren't, when William Byron, qualified, where did William Byron qualify, didn't he qualify second, did I make the, no, yeah, he qualified second, nine team, where are you, you, how many times have you guys won at Watkins Glen, like y'all, they had the best average finish at Watkins Glen with anybody more than three starts. Absolute flop of probably the season to the nine team, because that's, you. I mean, Chase put them behind the eight ball um, on Saturday, and then they had to do some weird strategy stuff. It did gain them some spots, but um, they messed up. Someone on the team messed up the data. They ran out of fuel. Bad information. They say Alan. People keep saying Alan Gufson need to get fired. I don't know about all that. Bro's got someone on Twitter said he's got like thirty eight wins. So okay, I don't like some. I, I don't like the Alan Gufson hate, but I do understand that Alan Gufson has costed Chase Elliott a lot of wins. But come on, mm-hmm. it happens. Like no crew chief is perfect. But I also don't care because <laughs> all this kind of so, makes me
1: laugh. <laughs> So I went back to our 2023 predictions wow. for the year. I was curious if uh, either of us had Chase Elliott in the championship four. Yeah. We did not.
0: Okay. I was wondering. But, he's um,
1: <laughs> our friend Taylor Kitchen did. Uh, so, but yeah, I was just curious if we did or not. But, like. He's like a, someone you would have seen as like he's going to make the championship. Four, well, he's, he's been in be it really, really good. Every single Phoenix yeah.
0: championship year he's been in it, the last 3. So, this is I mean it's looking like that streak's going to end now, so that's interesting to think
1: about. And he's going into Daytona. Hendrick Motorsports is going into Daytona with not only the 9 but also the 48 needing a win to make it into the playoffs. Yep. So they can't even just push one car to the win yeah which like that's hard to do on its own they have two of them because bowman won't two cars bowman won't comply anyways he's not going to
0: comply and then you know there's still so many if if there's manufacturer orders going on
1: you know suarez still needs to get a win and you know like um track house they're not going to help hendrick they're going to help the 99 so Chase Elliott they still have the three yeah by the way won this race a year ago and they we know
0: they're going to do their own little team orders and um we know Chase Elliott he's pretty good at super speedway racing um at least that's I think the biggest thing for them going into Daytona and that's the thing they need to remember that they won at Talladega they won at Atlanta um they've never won a points race at Daytona they've won some duels I believe um I think they won twice, but that was honestly that was kind of a long time ago at this point, so like I think he was in the twenty four car so um yeah, this nine team they've got to go into date but here's the thing how are they gonna execute because they've just had an awful season they have zero momentum I think I will say this will be kind of a storybook uh this would be a storybook kind of story. <laughs> That was a great sentence. If they are able to make it. I know. I'm sorry. That was awful. If they are able to make it into the playoffs by winning Daytona, that's going to be an awesome story. I can't lie. Because right now this nine team sucks. They do. They just do.
1: Uh, And the owners playoffs too. That's where the money actually is. They're only 30 points ahead of the 23 car. So there's a scenario where they could just not make it in in the drivers or the owners for the number nine yeah
0: i wish tv talked about that more because in all reality the driver's championship does not matter
1: <laughs> it's kind the problem is is that it'd be hard to explain yeah they kind of did it last year with the 45 car yeah but i just it's a bit complicated yeah I, I feel like it. if the nine does make the owners they and not the driver's those Chase Elliott fans are going to get so confused and be like, so he is in the championship. Then why isn't he on the points graphic? Didn't they it's
0: do like, that last year? Different... We're like, Oh, of course they put Bubba in the playoffs. No, they, yeah, they did not exactly. put Bubba
1: in the playoffs. Come on. That's, that's what's going to, that's what'll happen. Yeah. Like, if, but then it will be like, whatever. So I don't know, but it's possible that Bubba Wallace could outpoint the nine <laughs> to make it in yeah. the owners, which that'd be, That'd be a story. It is a bit like, unlikely,
0: but because I'm imagining, yeah. no. I mean, these Hendrick cars, they're going to qualify good. They have to get points in stage one, right? Because they they're going to they have to qualify good, right? It's Daytona. They own qualifying at super speedways, right? No. Yeah, like, come on. Like, you have to. Yeah. yeah. So that, that has to be their goal. But unless they really need at this point, they probably have to work on their race trim. Because to get Chase yeah. into the playoff, they need to win that race. You might but, have to sacrifice yourself in qualifying. I don't know.
1: If he gets wrecked out early, Chase Elliott, then that's just devastating. Well, yeah, and then I mean, the season's over. Like, like that's just, like, for the owners, too. So that's yeah. where the money is, like I said. Like, that'd be just worst-case scenario for him. So taking a look at that, the points, uh, Kozlowski and Harvick locked in because no new winner. Uh, Bubba Wallace is plus 32 over Ty Gibbs, minus 32, Daniel Suarez minus 43. Everyone else that I did not mention, including Chase Elliott, Alex Bowman, they have to win yeah. to make it in. Uh, Bubba Wallace, he said in his poster interview that he got advice from Scott Dixon, and the Bro. advice was basically the, it, the advice was basically, you need to stop telling yourself that you can't do it, and that you belong there and you're there for a reason. Oh my god. And that's, I need that advice from Scott Dixon. That's crazy. Right? That's good advice. And Bubba finished 12th. He's historically known for not being good on road courses. I know. We need to stop saying that. Do.
0: That's a, that's officially now a stereotype that Bubba Wallace is not good at road courses because I think he's but, he's good enough. Like He's really honestly not that
1: bad at road courses anymore. <laughs> Bubba says it. Bubba says it himself. But apparently not anymore because of uh, Scott Dixon. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean we're going to Daytona. I don't know what the storyline's going to look like. Obviously, it depends who's up front, um, at Daytona because the points battle seems to be mostly over. It's hard for me to imagine that unless like if Bubba wrecks out, he he'll probably lose those points anyways. But I guess it'll be close. But um, it's hard for me to imagine that Ty Gibbs is going to outpoint Bubba Wallace, and then you know m- none of that will probably matter, though. Someone new might win. Again, we have the Austin Dillons. We have the, uh, who else? We have the, who else? Like, we, I mean, Daniel Suarez could be running Corey up there. Corey LaJoy. Corey LaJoy. Oh, God, that would be awful. Harrison Burton. Ha- Wait, I got to channel all my energy into Harrison Burton this week. That's probably why he's been, so, I just haven't been thinking about him enough. I need to think about him Austin more. Austin Sendrick. Austin Sendrick's a real one. With how good the Fords and Penske are, Eric Amarola, actually almost all of SHR, (laughs) Um, but Eric Amarola, uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of good guys, right? So uh, Bubba's, you know, I think Bubba's got to go into this weekend almost thinking that he's in a must win, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got to go out and try to win that race. Like he, that's just kind of the safest bet for him, I think. Um, because I bet we could see it to where he's fighting somebody for a win and whoever wins is getting the playoff spot. So, right. Yeah.
1: So by the way, one more thing, and then we'll move on to gen seven, um, six to 12th in points are actually within 14 points of each other, like really, really close. And that's going to make a big impact oh, on yeah. the playoff grid as well. Right. I don't know if TV is going to talk about that much, but that is something to keep an eye on. I hope they do. Like cause... 6 to 12, you get different varieties of points going into the grid.
0: Yeah, because you would get like... A, that's like a, at least like a handful of like 5, 6 point difference there, I think you would
1: see. So that's actually yeah. really important. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So Gen 7, Pro Courses, and Short Tracks. Not great. And... So, first of all, Indianapolis, I enjoyed that race a lot. Yes. But I think that had to do with... That was the first time we had a good race there. Because they weren't just wrecking every five minutes. Yes. But... So, these cars, they are made to run on road courses, right? And they, like, run almost too nicely and too perfectly, it seems. Yeah. Because all these guys are like, oh, it's driving so good. Everything's just handy-dandy. It's perfect. But... The Gen 6, they had, like, manhandled those cars. And that made it more exciting to watch. They don't have that anymore. And it's also the fact that Watkins Glen, that's a track that these guys, for the most part, know really well. They're not messing up like Indianapolis and Coda. They're still learning those tracks.
0: They have raced this layout of Watkins Glen literally, I think, since the 90s. <laughs> like and the stuff has changed, like runoff, and we'll talk about that. But not much has changed with Watkins Glen. So like the teams, the drivers—if the driver doesn't—the team has so much experience at Watkins Glen, so much experience. Like, like the most that's changed with this track is a repave, which I don't even know if it mm-hmm. changes the track that much. Like. They have this track down and I think you remember when Chase Elliott got his first win here and like he made that wheel hop into turn one and it gave Truex a chance. Like Mm -hmm. we don't really see mistakes like that. We saw it kind of a little bit in Xfinity Saturday. We don't really see stuff like that in in the cup cars and I get these are the best drivers in the world but the car is obviously way too easy to drive.
1: Yeah, it's just like it's just made to run this kind of track and it yeah yeah but i i don't the other thing that annoyed me Mm -hmm. you mentioned it is the sorry to cut you off is the runoffs yeah like that that turn one that looks so stupid it looks ridiculous on twitter a lot of people on twitter were like haha uh-huh, this this would make an f1 fan cry or something it's just like no it's stupid for once the f1 fans have a point the like, f1 fans stupid.
0: have a point because it's like why even have the curb there at that point like, no for real why have the curb yeah. what is the point of the curb <laughs>
1: like what? stick to the racetrack
0: like put something there put you could even like i feel like there should be a strip of bread because the reason it's paved and not grass is because it is technically safer for there to be asphalt because it's, I I guess it's safer. I don't know. Just for if a car like overshoots it, it's, it can easily just slow down and break on the asphalt. Yeah. But just put like a strip of grass right outside the curb so that you can't like run off it without like spinning out. But then there's still like a, a sea of asphalt to catch the car or whatever. Like, um, because yeah that's just silly and what it does in my opinion is it makes the track so much easier to drive turn one at Watkins Glen is kind of hard to nail it is you have to hit the apex then you have to perfectly hit the exit on the curb the carrot no the carousel the carousel is a really hard corner because it's really easy to overdrive the exit of the carousel and then you have to get out of the gas and you mess up your whole straightaway. But with that runoff, every single corner where you can abuse the runoff is now so much easier. And we're yeah. talking about these cars being way too easy to drive. Well, the runoff just makes it even easier. Watkins Glen is probably one of the easiest tracks on the schedule. Maybe minus the bus stop. I know the, the bus stop's a really hard corner to hit, I think. Maybe with the gearing, it's easier now. I don't know. But just with all that runoff off the carousel, off turn one, the S's that you know they're not flat out, but they're you know pretty standard. Watkins Glen's a really easy track, I think, especially compared to Indy Road Course, where like yeah, there's some runoff, but there's also still a lot of grass around, right? Like you still can't go off track. You can go off track in so many places at Watkins Glen. You can you can actually go through the grass in the in the the inner loop, like it's just. And that's fine. I, I don't think you need to enforce any rule for that. But they, they, I think they should try something for track limits, whether it's some kind of curbing or some kind of penalty or some, you know, some kind of physical deterrent to go off beyond the curves. Because if you want to make the racing more exciting too, like put these drivers in more tighter boxes, have them be racing closer, maybe bumping and banging more on the restarts. I think that's what you need to do. Maybe on restarts, maybe on restarts you let them use the runoff. Maybe on restarts you let them use the runoff. I don't know. There's so many different ways you can do it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Just, like, there's yeah. also a thing at indie front with turn five and six where they just like way overshoot that corner, and, and it makes, makes yeah. They and also do it there.
0: Same thing. It makes the corner a lot more easy to hit, and that's a really cool corner in my opinion. I think I like that chicane before the straightaway,
1: but it doesn't really it's it's but, not that much of a challenge at that point with nascar i don't know if i i don't know if i want them to enforce like track limit rules because their track limit rules in nascar suck i don't make them like yeah stop
0: they're too they're harsh
1: to stop, that's ridiculous since too, it's a safety hazard in my opinion so yeah. i don't know what they should do like if anything for turn one they need progress again but also these cars They need more horsepower. We don't need the stages back. The stages being gone is not the stages would have not people saying that.
0: Like they maybe they would have added like maybe two moments to the race where I would have actually wanted to watch it. But then it doesn't really change the race, I don't think. Like it just that race sucked, and it sucked not because there were green flag runs. Green flag runs are not why that sucked. Like they couldn't race. In fact, if they could pass yesterday, <laughs> that race would have been really interesting because I know we're watching, oh, can Michael McDowell actually get back to the field? <gasps> oh, Kyle Larson had a fast car, but now he's back in the pack. Like, it, I get it. There is value into it being hard to pass, but also, come on, we need the cars to pass. And I think, you know, <sighs> I talked to last week about how a beauty of the, the 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 next gen car being a spec platform, the beauty of it being that the thirty four team can come out and win a race. The other side of the coin is the fact that it just everyone is so equal, right? Denny Hamlin's talked about it on his podcast so many times, and it's just not only are the cars equal, but they're easy to drive. And I think having both of those things just makes it to where we get races like we saw yesterday. If the cars were hard to drive, but they all had, like, equal pace, if that makes sense, then it's all a driver game. Then it's a truly a test of who the best drivers are. But, yeah. no. Like, those cars were... I mean, they were handling perfectly, and the drivers, you know, all were hitting their marks, and there just wasn't... Wasn't... There was nothing... Ha- I mean, literally nothing happened in that race yesterday. I can't yeah, remember a single a green flag pass. Like, I I'm I literally don't remember seeing a single green flag pass. There probably was one on TV. I, I'm pretty sure. But, like, come on. It was bad. That I don't want to see yeah. that again. I'd rather not watch that race. That's how bad that was.
1: And, by the way, we still have the roval coming up. I have... I'm not looking forward to that race and I love the roval I wish you're on the oval for that
0: I know and I hate saying that because I love the roval it's I think it's one of the smartest ideas they have ever come up with turning that into a road course I think it's an awesome idea and it's going to suck this year <laughs> it's going to suck well maybe it won't suck because maybe some stupid playoff drama it's, it's stupid playoff drama but well, you know Um, yeah, I, so what I, I have an idea and I don't actually like the idea because I like the short circuit of Watkins Glen because it makes the carousel really interesting. But I wonder if that race yesterday is a little bit more interesting if they run the boot, because again, I talk about the familiarity of that Watkins Glen road course and how it's just, everyone has it so down pat and it's so easy for them to drive. Well, what if they did the boot next year to make it? something to change it up and the face that alex just made is kind of how i feel about it because i'm just like i i don't like the so, boot for nascar i don't like the boot i
1: really don't but it's, it's just an idea the, was it the carousel they added at sonoma that didn't do anything i think that hurt that track so they got rid of well it. that definitely
0: it that definitely hurt that track because it made uh and it, honestly it could probably hurt Watkins glenn too well because like the carousel you could say maybe it added a passing zone, but it took away turn four, which is really cool.
1: You see, track isn't at fault, minus maybe the turn one thing with at Watkins Glen. The track is not the problem at Watkins Glen. Emsa went so to Watkins one Glen and had, had a banger.
0: That. Yeah,
1: like, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we've had amazing races at Watkins Glen in the past in the Cup Series. Oh, yeah. Without the boot. We had, know, had a good one on Saturday, it. somewhat. Yeah, you, you just, you need to fix the car. It is the, the car. car. needs to be able to run better. God,
0: I'm so tired of people on Twitter saying, well, at least the car is good on intermediates. Listen, yes, Kansas was great. Right, Alex? You were there. Kansas was great. Mm-hmm. You know why Kansas was great, Alex? Why is that? You know, multiple lanes. It avoided mm-hmm. the problem. Guess what track was good during the 550 era? Kansas. Homestead. Guess what tracks are really good right now? Kansas, Homestead, and well, I guess Charlotte now too. Darlington. Darlington, right? Like, it's tracks, those tracks are able to get around the problem. The problem still exists. The cars are still equal. The cars, they have, they, if they, when they have to follow each other, like on a road course, it's awful. It sucks. And yeah, like, there's major problems. I don't like the next gen car. It's just, I feel like they overcomplicated a stock car. I don't think Dale Earnhardt would have never wanted a diffuser on the back of a stock car. I'm just you saying. You sound like a Facebook commenter. Right I now. am going in my Facebook era. Because I just
1: think, I do not like the next-gen car. impact my impact i message you on facebook messenger and you're entering your facebook the stupid vents on this
0: is my next gen rant i'm sorry i'm getting to my jeff gluck era now i hate the vents on the hood they make the sponsor logos look stupid we did not have to move the numbers they look fine but they still kind of was stupid to even move them in the first place the, they sound the stupid they, the wheels look stupid the, the old wheels look better
1: <laughs> I'm oh, so now t- you're just being sarcastic not, no I'm not <laughs>
0: actually being sarcastic I'm just being a boomer I'm not being sarcastic okay. I'm so, being a
1: boomer so you're being dumb
0: but like no for real the next gen car uh-huh. sucks I think the only tracks they race good on are tracks where they have multiple grooves and they're able to get around the problem like they suck out a lot of tracks I'm sorry they do. They sucked at Pocono. Michigan. I, well, we talked about Michigan. I think Michigan could have been better. But. Pocono's
1: better than it was. I don't no. Know it sucked. You said Pocono sucked. It was better. They
0: couldn't pass. They still couldn't pass. I'm sorry. They
1: couldn't pass in Gen 6 either. Well, yeah, so it still sucks. What? Yeah. What? But, like, it was better. Better it how? A little bit. What do you mean?
0: What a little bit? What What little well, bit?
1: You need to rewatch Pocono because it was a better race than anything we had from 2013 to twenty twenty Because of a restart? Like, I don't know why it was... Okay, for... never mind. We're getting we're getting off topic. No. Because you don't remember Pocono. It was actually a not good in the standard of, like, Kansas. But, like, it was way better than the past decade of Pocono races. And you only have one race there, which helps. Maybe it was the
0: Was it the strategy element? Maybe it was the strategy element. It was probably strategy. That's why like we liked Pocono. Yeah. Never. Okay. I get it. Never mind. Okay. But anyway, you're just throwing Pocono under the bus for no. Well, good no, because the next gen car sucks. It does. I'm sorry. I'm not a fan of this car. I'd rather we just take the Xfinity cars at this point and run them on Sundays.
1: Yes. Like that'd be the best case scenario. But NASCAR will never do that.
0: Like, just makes the Xfinity car look less like a baby you know what i mean and like i think we have exactly what we need because the next gen car is a sports car it's not a stock car it's a sports car and i don't think stock car racing it's going to take a while. we're going to be in our 30s before they make a new car i'm already it's just oh, i don't i know listen and people are saying oh you just got to give it time the gen 6 wasn't perfect at first girl i don't think the gen 6 ever really got to be like good good at that at this point like Looking back on it, right? And if there was a good year for the Gen Six, well, it was 2014. It's second year, so I. This is yeah, the second year of true. the Gen Seven, and it sucks.
1: Still, I still think that this car is better than the Gen Six. It's just like on road, like you can't have no. bad road courses and short tracks. No, you know I
0: disagree. No, because I think the Gen Six was putting on better races with the low downforce recency- package.
1: Recency no, what the hell? No. Recency bias is getting you Alex. Recency bias is really getting you. Alex, no. We're gonna have this conversation
0: after Martinsville because you I think you forgot that this car killed Martinsville. I know it killed Martinsville. That's why listen. That is such a crime to go to Martinsville and put a bad race on.
1: Come on. So you're you're saying twenty twenty was a better season than this year? no you're insane okay am i saying go it had better racing go to the break no Nope.
0: <laughs> not 2020 but like 2017 what the 2018 low downforce package yeah i am i am saying that i said that I'd say there i said that back in the day i will say mm. that now mm. anyways i, don't know if I agree um, I just, it would be nice if NASCAR had a car that raced nice everywhere. I'm certain that's they not do. impossible. do. It's in the NASCAR Xfinity series. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's end this segment. That was a
1: perfect end, Dallas. God. And welcome back to the gay racing podcast. During the break. Zach and I were fighting just like our first mention of the T. Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer. We were just like them, Zach. We were yeah. beefing. Um, we had a little argument. We continued yeah. our little argument, I should say. Yeah. Um, so, you kind of look like tea. Ty
0: Gibbs. Like, okay, let me, hold on. No, that's actually a compliment, because he looks hot now. I said, I I officially claim okay, okay. that Ty Gibbs is hot on Twitter, which means it's a fact now. Uh-huh. Ty Gibbs is an attractive mm. man. Because, like, you have, mm. like, the same hair color and, like, the beard right now.
1: Mm. Yeah, I haven't shaved in a few days. Like, if
0: you squint, I'm looking at Ty Gibbs. Not really.
1: Mm. I don't know. So I look like all the baby face drivers: Christopher Bell, Ty, Ty Gibbs. Gibbs. Yeah, half a JGR.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Half a JGR. <laughs> That's crazy. Um. So let's talk about Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer and the Xfinity race in general. I I kind of I watched part of it. Um. Well, I watched mostly the end of it. So, um. There's a lot of drama, and there are a lot of people kind of calling out Sam Mayer for just clearing out Ty Gibbs for the win. Well, listen, normally I would have a problem with it because Sam Mayer, or because, you know, I don't like how drivers will sometimes just wreck drivers for the win. I think it's really stupid. However, um, the difference is, number one, Ty Gibbs had it coming. Ty Gibbs and Sam Mayer have they have history, number one. And Ty Gibbs has done that before to a teammate. He had it coming, bro. I think that's why I'm glad I'm thankful for NASCAR is NASCAR. And the fact that drivers can do stuff like that, because Ty Gibbs needed that to happen to him. Um, I agree. Two, it was entertaining as heck. I was yelling at my TV when I saw Sam Ayer go in there. And there was a little bit of contact between them on the other restart too. Like Ty almost turned uh Sam and the S's. Um or wrecked both of them. So I just I just think that was entertaining. And then number three Ty Gibbs shouldn't have been in that race anyways. I'm sorry. True. That race would have been so boring if it was just Ty Gibbs winning again in the Xfinity series at a road course. Because I am really over these Cup drivers and the Xfinity series winning the race. I, I just think it's so boring. There's no storyline. It's interfering with their championship. It's just so like because. And I used to be of the of the part of like, oh well, they should let the Cup drivers do some races, which is how it is now. But at this point, no. I don't want them. No, get them out of the series. Let the Xfinity drivers race in their series and get wins it's yeah. ridiculous and how ty gibbs is here getting wins because he can't win on sunday
1: i'm sorry thankfully thankfully the rule is he can't run in the playoffs yeah which is nice and i believe the dash for cash races yeah as well but with ty gibbs he doesn't have a limit because he's a cup rookie i believe it's like the first That's two or three years of your cup career i believe so there's no limit if I you're didn't in know the that. first few years of your career i did not so know Ross that. Chastain, He's still in the first few years of his career, technically, and I believe no. he's not doesn't have a limit either. No, he was. I don't. No, I think he might be in the last year of that. No, because yeah. he did cup in like 2018. For he made some starts. I think. I he's, think it's if you're full time. I think it'd be full time, and I think this is only his third or. Fourth well, I year think full-time. you
0: can only have so many starts before you're not even going to be classified as a rookie anymore. I don't think Ross Justine never had rookie stripes. Or like yeah, full time.
1: I don't know, but I, I'm I'm pretty sure because Chastain's been in so many Xfinity races this year. Mm, I'm pretty he's been I? way more than five. Huh? He's been in one of the slower. Like smaller team cars, what? yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Believe you?
1: You're mock. You are mocking me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like Ty Gibbs wearing yeah. my helmet and give you a little punch, real yeah. quick.
0: So how do you feel about? And then Ty Gibbs gets on but, the microphone on pit road and is like, "Well, you know, I'm winning on or not winning. I have more wins than him, and I'm racing on Sundays. That would have been such I a cool burn." Funny. If your grandpa didn't own your race team, that would have been such a cool burn. See,
1: I've seen people say that. I don't care. It's still funny. Like he's a good race car driver. Like I know he's wrecked a lot of people, but like, he's still a capable race car driver of winning. He was running in the top five of Watkins Glen. I know they couldn't pass. We talked about it, Like he was running really well. He's a good race car driver. Like, I don't care who his family is. I know that's where he got that ride from yeah but that's true he he's is talented. a good race car driver he is good and he he mm. made it to sundays at a faster pace than many expected because of his talent and i just don't of like his Kyle attitude i just don't like his attitude but if Kyle bush said that well i'm racing on sundays blah 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 like everyone be like oh that's so funny ha 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 you know like it, it it's fine i think it's perfectly fine but he said I just
0: think he has a lot of attitude for somebody that looks like a twink. Okay. If I wanted to see a twink with attitude, there's an app for that. Oh. Oh. Okay. Anyways. um, <laughs> So, um, and then Sam Mayer said, <laughs> he said... An Xfinity regular should have won this race anyway. It's okay, bro. That was so funny. Mm-hmm. And then he did the same thing I complained about. God. Oh, Alex, you need to be appropriate in the chat. Alex is not being appropriate in the Discord chat. And then Sam Mayer did what Ty Gibbs did last week and is burning
1: out on the cooldown lap. I'm like, come on! Stop! First of all, that chat was just meant between you and I. <laughs> um, second of all... Um, the drama's funny i don't have any issue with what happened i i feel like the sam Mayer thing people should be a bit more critical of that still like yeah, Ty yeah. Had it coming. Yeah. also he, he then it's like he, he then lied about it when
0: races like that he then lied about it you know what i mean like he lied but about it
1: again you have to car, there's a rule you have to or you get suspended like gonna put themselves in that situation
0: Like Alex you can agree that it was so awesome to see Sam Mayer just take out Ty Gibbs because Ty Gibbs had it coming at the same time mm-hmm. we don't want to see him win a, the race like that and we don't want to see him get on the mic and be like oh yeah I will hopped <laughs> that killed the moment for me yeah. Oh, NASCAR yeah. needs to figure something out with that. Cause that needs to change. Um, something that happened at Watkins Glen that was really cool is in the Arca race. And I, well, I did not watch the Arca race, but I saw it on Twitter. Um, Jesse love, Jesse love. He made a last corner pass on Connor Zilish um, for the win in the Arca race at Watkins Glen. It was like a one lap restart. Oh. Jesse love. He was many car links back. I think the track was like still damp a little bit. It was so so cool um, to see just a nice clean bump and run in the last corner at Watkins Glen, and a series where these guys were at Mid Ohio the other week and they were acting like absolute clowns. Not those drivers necessarily, but um, mm-hmm. I think it was the Venturini drivers. I don't know. If, I don't know who Jesse Love drives for, but. Um, the Venturini drivers were just being absolute clowns at Mid Ohio, and I think it was just nice to see a nice, clean, hard finish to uh, to uh, you know that that race. And I think I think Jesse Love does drive for Venturini, so I don't know if he was involved in that or not. But um, Connor Zilisch, Connor, so. yeah, Connor Zilish, apparently that was his first uh, ARCA race; that was his debut, and he was in the lead late, so. That's really cool. Very Good cool. for him. And you know, I mean, is that gonna be a guy that we're gonna see on Sundays? Who knows? Uh mm-hmm. Corey LaJoy finished fifteenth, nineteen laps down in the Arca race. So that's fun. Um <laughs> really
1: putting him to him. Really putting wow. it to
0: him. Uh is I wonder if Frankie Muniz is still leading the points. i probably not. I'm checking. I don't think so. I'm, I'm pretty
1: sure Jesse Love has been dominating.
0: Frankie Muniz is second. He is how many points back? I can't tell. This does oh wait. Oh, he's like almost a hundred points back.
1: Is it Jesse Love in first? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, anyways. Jesse Love's been dominating. But yeah. moving on. So some big news dropped today that Netflix and NASCAR have announced a docuseries series yeah. for the twenty twenty three playoffs. It's gonna be five episodes, each forty-five minutes long executive produced by dale earnhardt jr okay and some others dale jr will do everything Thanks. except
0: own a cup team i understand why he doesn't well, own a cup team i get it i'm just making a joke but yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he literally though what does this man not do helps with i-racing now he's ne- he's uh, producing a netflix show he's on tv commentating he owns an xfinity team i know kelly does a lot of the xfinity stuff though but still he's mm-hmm. he does do he has a lot of input in that team i mean what does Dlg you not do? Like that is kind of crazy to me. Like he's he's it so is. busy. Um, and who else is producing? Anybody notable? It
1: says and others. Uh, Ben Kennedy. Cool. Is another. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm trying to. I didn't write it down. There was this big basketball docu series was on ESPN. Mm. I believe Last it was dance. about Michael Jordan. Last dance. Yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe it was Michael Jordan. I don't know basketball. If I'm wrong, sorry. But that those are, that group is also Same doing people. this. Same
0: people. Ooh, that, this is gonna
1: hit. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. I think it'll be better than Race for a Championship. There's, I think, there's a lot more money behind this. Yeah. And it won't be on. It won't be on like USA and then Peacock like a month later. Like it's gonna actually like be on Netflix. Know, like right I think right people US, right on Netflix. Yeah.
0: Like so, this is gonna be like a Drive to Survive type thing. Right, And, you know, we can say whatever we want about the playoffs, but the fact that it gives Netflix this opportunity to only have to come into the sport for 10 weeks. So if you look at Drive to Survive F1, Netflix has to follow F1 everywhere for the entire season to capture all the relevant storylines, you know, somewhat. I mean, Mm -hmm. of course, here with the playoffs and stuff, they get to have this shorter season that they get to follow for only 10 weeks, right? and anything else maybe from earlier in the season like in case maybe the hamlin and the larson drama comes back up later this year in the playoffs they could just get footage from nbc or something right and just put it in their show yeah and the press
1: release did say that they are already recording so i assume that some things that like the lead up to playoffs
0: have like made it
1: in okay So then, yeah, okay, that's interesting then. Like, I bet Indianapolis and Michael McDowell winning, I bet that's in there. Like, the first episode, yeah.
0: I wonder, what's getting me is that it's only five episodes. Because, like, I feel like that's almost too short to tell a whole story.
1: Like, it might be kind of rushed, I fear.
0: That's what I'm fearing, because especially, like, if you want to go into all 16 of these teams, or, like, maybe not all of them, but, like, give a fair kind of share of you know a good like have touch on michael mcdowell actually go into michael mcdowell and like what that team is and what that so, team does
1: what they could do and it wouldn't be allow them to like go into each team necessarily but the first episode could be like the build-up toward the playoffs. i know what you're about to say yeah
0: i know what you're about and to then say. it'd
1: be like 16 12 8 and then 4 That'd be cool. Next I think episodes. that would be a really cool
0: way to do it. Actually, now that you say
1: that, yeah. that'd be a really cool way to do it. it would like it kind yeah. of rushed, I've not maybe not rushed, but like mm. it'd be like really fast paced. I think that would work, you know? and it would
0: actually yeah. kind of be better than Drive to Survive because you know how Drive to Survive isn't really chronological. <laughs> like the that annoys me. It it does, whenever I yeah. watch that. Yeah. Well, so I think that would actually kind of make it really cool. So actually, yeah, I'm excited for this. I think. This is a big win for NASCAR, and again, this could get some people into, especially if it's presented right. This could get some people that don't watch NASCAR into NASCAR. So, right, I'm glad. I this is again another moment where I appreciate the playoffs. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Without the playoffs, you would not get something like this. Yeah. So, moving on, we have some a huge rumor that just popped up in the past week, and. You know us. We covered the Kyle Bush stuff last year. Well, we might be entering the Denny Hamlin saga because, as you know, Denny Hamlin has still not signed a contract with Joe Gibbs Racing. Which is ominous. And he has he has been saying that it's because of his Team 2311 and they're negotiating with for that and everything. So, it, but we're almost at the playoffs. We're in late August now. Nothing's been signed. Per Lee Spencer... Of catch fence, that there were reports that she had heard that Ford in twenty three eleven had meetings at Michigan just a few weeks ago. And what could that mean? Could that mean that twenty three elevens going to Ford? I mean, I would certainly think that's what that would might mean, or at least they're thinking about it. Because the contract that Toyota and twenty three eleven have does expire at the end of the year. And Denny Hamlin's contract conveniently expires with Joe Gibbs Racing at the end of the year. Here we go. Here we go again. And I don't know how likely this is. Maybe Denny Hamlin's just looking for more money from Joe Gibbs. Because, you know, Joe Gibbs don't have Kyle Bush money to be paying anymore. And also, maybe he just wants more money and support from Toyota. I don't know. And yeah. then if you go down to Ford, Penske's kind of... Weird this year. Swordhouse Racing, they're fighting for 25th. They're fighting Rick Ware. <laughs> and our RFK is the shining team for Ford. So, Ford's kind of a mixed bag right now. And Toyota, they've never really been able to keep the second best team for a while, and they have Legacy coming in next year. It's a curse. Yeah. MWR? And then Furniture Row? Right.
0: Right. Oh, my God, it's a curse because I don't think it'd be good for Toyota. I don't even think it'd be good for 2311 for them to switch to Ford. I don't see any reason for them to switch to Ford when you can be yeah. the second Toyota organization and get at least the second best, Uh, what's it called? The second best, Um, you know, data and resources and sim time and whatever you need. Because we know, mm-hmm. you know, the manufacturers are kind of the the big kind of I guess powers in NASCAR with data and resources and stuff. And yeah, I know I said that very generically, but like I don't think it'd be a good change for the 2311 team to just go to Ford. And then, yeah, so one Toyota is get finally getting another team just to kind of bulk their up their numbers a little bit, have more just players in their game Losing twenty three eleven right as they get another one would be really hilarious, but really unfortunate for Toyota. And then Ford. Yeah. Ford has a lot of teams. Penske, RFK, Front Row, and then Stuart Haas and Rick Ware and uh, who else is Ford? Someone else is Ford. I'm pretty sure. Like, there's a lot of Ford teams. And I just don't know if it's a good idea to, like, join that right now because twenty three eleven is still establishing themselves as a organization, in my opinion right? They only have Mm -hmm. a handful of wins. Right. And I understand that, Mm -hmm. yes, they have wins. That's cool and all, but I think you need to stay where you are. Get, Get put more of a footprint. Maybe Tyler Reddick, get Tyler Reddick a championship, right? Like, I don't know if this is the time to go be switching manufacturers. I do. I'm not a fan. I'm spot off for this change. I am not a fan. Because I'm spot off. I am. Spot off. I am sl- no slave. This is a flop. That would be a flop if they do that. I just don't think that's a good idea at all.
1: That's interesting. I, I agree. I do mm-hmm. think for Toyota, imagine Toyota losing Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin in back-to-back years. They're two, like, poster boys for the the manufacturer back to back years that'd be a disaster
0: go back all the way to 2008 since they were Toyota drivers like they've been Toyota drivers Mm -hmm. forever and they might lose Hamlin here which which I mean Denny Hamlin and Joe Gibbs Racing in general that is a if there's any lifetime partnership it's Denny Hamlin and Joe Gibbs Racing I mean Mm -hmm. just the personal connections with J.D. Gibbs and everything like but you know it could happen. I mean, Denny's got to do what he's got to do for his business. And if Ford's yeah, offering I, a lot of money,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like this won't happen. I feel like this is less likely than the Kyle Busch thing last year. Because I feel like this is, we're just, it's all about the team. Because if Denny Hamlin does not have 2311, he would be already re-signed with Joe Gibbs Racing. It's what it sounds like. But like the sponsorship is not a problem. FedEx has backed... Down a lot from what they used to. But it's FedEx not has like, not been on that car in months. it's been a while. They they were on the car at Kansas, but like I don't, I don't know. FedEx is missing. Sunset? FedEx
0: has been kidnapped. But, i It's it's kind of sad. Like they're nowhere to be. but seen. you see what I'm
1: saying though is that they still have other sponsorship there for the yeah. 11 car. I don't think that's the issue. Also, you
0: you would also then Denny. What car does Denny drive then? Because he would probably have to get another charter. And drive one of his own cars. So, so what will like what would happen there?
1: This this is not a prediction. Okay? Stuart Haas. And you know me, last no way. year. No last way. year I went crazy <laughs> no about way. Kyle Bush going to Stuart Haas racing. You're okay? crazy. Denny Hamlin going Listen, to
0: Stuart effing
1: Haas? <laughs> so I don't think this is gonna happen, okay? But get this Denny would not need to buy a charter. His team goes to Ford, right? 2311. They could buy a charter from Stuart Haas. That would be smarter, but no. Okay, tell me your dumb idea then. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. The, the dumb idea is that Benny Hamlin replaces Tony Stewart at Stuart Haas and they merge the teams and they end up selling two charters. That's why it's one big team and you still have the four cars. And then the 10's gone and they'll be replaced with like the 23. This is a crazy conspiracy theory, but like, coming up. <laughs> this
0: is actually insane. So it's uh it's Hamlin Haas, Hamlin Haas Racing or twenty three eleven Haas Racing. I don't know what the, they would have the dumb name for it.
1: H H J twenty three H. I don't know what they'd do. H H J sounds like a law firm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> H- it does. It does, but.
1: Wouldn't that make more sense? Am I crazy?
0: What makes more sense is that No, they're just going to buy a charter from Stuart Haas. I think that's, that's, that's the but smart that's thing.
1: That's $30 million. Yeah, no, you're right. Maybe more.
0: Well, Ford's going to pay for it, right? Ford's got money, right? They're going to pay for that, right? Ford's got to pay for that.
1: Apparently not. Ford don't got money because they didn't go for Kyle Busch and they didn't want Kyle Larson. That's
0: true. You're right.
1: Maybe they want Denny Hamlin?
0: I don't know. Denny Hamlin? Uh, he has a I podcast, though. I don't know if they want him. I don't know if they want Denny Hamlin.
1: Why are they even talking?
0: Like, why are they talking? I don't understand what Ford could be offering Denny Hamlin
1: that makes him want to not return to Toyota. I think Denny just wants more money from Toyota to be able to afford a charter. Because He wants more teams. So maybe Ford's like, we'll pay you for more money for a charter. So they will. So Ford does have money then. That's (laughs) right. you're but (laughs) history shows they're not willing to do it though that's why i'm confused as to why they're talking
0: denny has a way of making people change their minds so Mm. just not
1: nascar he couldn't make nascar change their minds (laughs) the appeal uh anyway i was just being silly with that but personally, i think that'd make a lot more sense just buy out Tony Stewart because he's not really interested, obviously. And then what? And Dale then- Junior buys the other two charters. I I don't know. Whatever. Sure, sure. <laughs> because because Dale fired Denny at Dirty Mo. Maybe that. Maybe there's a little deal going on. Dirty Mo know. Racing. Wait a minute. Dirty oh, Mo Racing. How do this gonna happen? I'm just mm-hmm. being a goofball, but for real though, we'll follow this. I don't think it's gonna happen. It'd be crazy, insane. I think it'd be crazier than. Kyle Busch leaving Gibbs. I really think it'd be crazier than that. So mm-hmm. anyway, we have a few more things to tee here. We're going to dip into IndyCar silly season really quick. Linus Lundqvist is apparently favorite to replace Marcus Erickson at Ganassi next year per racer and Marshall Pruitt. And Lundqvist will be replacing Simon Pagenaud again this weekend in the 60. It'll be his IndyCar Oval debut. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. I think that's a good fit on uh,
0: Linus Red, Led, Lund, I can't say his name, Lundqvist at uh at Genasi. I feel like that's a really good fit. You know, I don't know why. I mm-hmm. I think cuz Ganassi's had
1: a lot of uh uh I I don't know. It's just a good fit. I don't know how to describe it. So he went from having no ride this year to being at the best team. I think he won. Like if it it does oh. it does happen, like yeah, he won. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Um yeah. No word on where Erickson's going. I think that's still home. probably Andretti. Not home. He's <laughs> so going home. Washed. No, he's, he's not running. washed. He's, he's running too good. Yeah. This next one, you called washed, and I got very he, mad at you for he it. He is so, so washed. Joseph Newgarden. Is
0: going to IMSA. Um, he's quitting IndyCar, and he's going
1: to IMSA. You heard it here first. No. T- <laughs> remember, how, remember that thing I used to say, like, he's going to ship him off to IMSA? It's happening. Is this the start of that? It's. I'm sorry, Alex. I don't mean to burst your
0: bubble, but Joseph served what he needed to do. He won the Indy 500. He's won a championship. Penske's like, okay, I'm done with you. Go to IMSA. (laughs) You're washed. You're washed.
1: (laughs) Joseph Newgarden. Joseph Newgarden will be racing IMSA's Petit Lama in GTP, not LMP2. Yeah. And GTP for Pinsky and the pinski Porsche number seven. Yeah. And GTP's I the prototype.
0: So excited. For those who aren't yes. aware, the top class. So with pinski Porsche. Um that's with what are the drivers? Is that Matthew jaminet No. That's
1: that's at the I don't remember. I don't Listen, I we, think we are casual Imsa fans. We are know. casual we, Imsa fans. So plan, by the way, is to have Avery Hage on for Petite Lama episode. Avery can tell us
0: everything when the time comes. Penske. Oh, I almost said Penske. Avery Hage is really good at just knowing everything about IMSA. And like yeah. a lot of racing series. I don't know how he does it.
1: So yeah, look forward to that. We're going to have Avery on for Petilama, hopefully. That's I'm the seeing plan. who's in
0: it. It's a... Uh, it, I can't tell. Can they please put the driver name somewhere? So I can't find See, them. You're Keep going talking.
1: to IMSA's website.
0: That's that's, that's problem. my problem. That was my mistake. I can't find them. <laughs>
1: i don't know someone will be in it joseph will be in it it'll be cool oh so moving on one more thing to team: F- felipe yeah.
0: nazar and matt campbell will be joseph's teammates okay. um they might put a fourth driver in i think they only do three drivers for Petit lamal though. i think they do
1: three yeah the team. okay um one more quick thing uh the mazda <laughs> mx5 Cup is testing at martinsville this week you know what that is zach that's like those miatas right the Mazda
0: Miatas yeah. and they go when yeah. they're like pack racing at Daytona, like on the road course
1: down the street, mm-hmm. ew, 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 right? Those are awesome. Yeah. 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 So those are testing at Martinsville, Dude, and tomorrow, shut up, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Bobby Labani will be testing with them. Okay. Uh, so we might have a sanctioned IMSA race because that is a series sanctioned by IMSA okay. at Martinsville Listen, in the future. Do you know I want on Thursday nights instead of SRX that.
0: Listen, yeah. this reminded me, I used to race with my Hot Wheels, and I considered it the Rolex series, the Rolex sports car series, and I, ha- I used to do, like, uh-huh. a little Daytona race, like, for the whole, not for, like, the whole, whole day, but, like, throughout the day, I would go and race my cars around my Daytona road course, I would then oh. maybe do other road course tracks, maybe a street track, but it had one oval race on the calendar. It was a 300... uh, It wasn't actually 300 laps, but it was a 300 lap race at the Bristol Night Race. The Thursday night before the NASCAR race. The weekend. Like, I... So that's what that reminds me of. A series that is mostly known for road courses having an oval race? That's sexy to me. That is the sexiest thing a racing series can do. That's like if F1... If F1 F1 had an oval race, that'd be so sexy. These Mazda Mm -hmm. Miatas going to race at martinsville oh i'm watching that race i'm going to that what do you mean i'm going to that race i live in virginia when is the race
1: i'm going i'll be there and apparently the test is going very well the drivers what i've read on twitter are very satisfied and they think this could be a successful event this is going to be good look forward to that that
0: makes me so happy I've never watched you know a what else single race happy? of Mazda Miata's uh, MX-5
1: in my life. What the? F- what makes you happy, Alex? You know what else makes me happy, Zach, is gay racing podcast fantasy. We have another IndyCar race this weekend, where I have already clinched a championship, if you didn't know. I think Zach knows. Right, no- right Zach? You know that? You are awful. You're an awful human being.
0: So, you guys did not leave a review on Spotify last week. So, um, some I said I was going to do something horrible to Alex. Well, I beat him in Watkins Glen, and it was because Larson, mm. you know, what did he do?
1: Well, did, what did he do? Well, Larson got a speeding penalty. Oh, which set him behind Reddick, and then he decided to crash Austin Dillon. Yeah, in the final, quarter. not like he was going to pass
0: anybody, anyways. <laughs> Bro could have had a rocket ship, so, and yeah. he still wouldn't have passed anybody. <laughs> so,
1: if y'all would have left a review. I could have got a point, but yeah, whatever. Whatever. I still have the point lead. Let's. So, yeah, we'll do NASCAR first, and then we'll do IndyCar. Yep. Oh, my are God. My ready? arms are
0: shaking as I type this. I'm kind of, like, nervous about this. All right. Because yeah? I want to. I really do want to win NASCAR this year. Are you ready, Alex? I have mine typed out. I'm ready. All right. I'm three, ready, two, one. I'm pressing enter. We both picked Brad Ye- you Listen, Alex, you showed your cards a few weeks ago, so... Maybe not do that again. Um, So here's my real pick. I don't think Brad Keselowski winning. (laughs) I got my pick. I got my pick. You ready? All right. Three, two, one. Pressing enter. I'm putting Bubba Wallace. I'm going all in. And you are picking Chris Buescher. So, cool. That's a good pick. Uh, I think Bubba, listen, Bubba's got some swagger around him right now. And I, I just have faith in him. I think he, again, I think he has to go and win the race to make the playoffs mm-hmm. because someone else someone else is going to be up there. But I don't know. I've seen a lot of good things about the 23 team, and they've been really close to wins at Daytona in the past. And I just, I think now's the time. I think now's the time for them. And it's going to be a really cool win. And, um, yeah, that's all I got to say about it. Chris Buescher. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Chris Busher. Those RFK cars are just so good on the super speedways. I think one of them is going to get a win. And Chris Busher get having three wins going into the playoffs. Like, he's going to have a ton of playoff points if that happens.
0: He's definitely making possibly the championship four, I think, if he can get a win at Daytona with the playoff points he has. And I know that's like a really bold assumption, but. That seventeen team
1: is really he's good. He's running consistent. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't take like, much. I think he's second without like stage points. He's like second right. in points.
0: Yeah, that. Nuts. Yeah, you saw that too. Yeah, like he's really good finishing out these races, which is what's gonna be important in the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good pick. Um, the mm-hmm. only thing I I, w- I had Blaney on my list. What I'm concerned about with Blaney mm-hmm. and other drivers is that they're going to have teammates that need to get into the playoffs and it's going to be kind of like a Tyler Reddick right. situation last year where he's not actually going to win the race. And I think with us, we still want to go for these three pointers um, with Chris Busher, I don't think he's going to win because I think, again, I, you pick the six car, obviously you pick the six car first, but I don't think the 17 is going to win the race because the six car is going to be right in front of him. So that's what I see happening. Mm-hmm. Because see, I feel like Fair. he owes and Brad also, one. You know, I don't know.
1: Also, RFK doesn't really care. I don't think about Penske. unless there's like a big Ford call to get no. Brad no. or an SHR car in the playoff. I don't think RFK cares.
0: <laughs> Brad's winning that race if he can. Like that's we've mm-hmm. we saw that coming. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. Um, we'll see what that looks like. Um, I will be interested to see if Cendrick can make a have a show up i want him i want Austin Cindric to show up because the yeah. only time we've talked about him this year was when him and harrison burton were playing wii sports and that's just not good so yeah i mean True. god so i forget he's in the series to be honest i forget the two car exists like it's just kind of sad yeah so IndyCar gateway
1: yeah i will be there so if you're at gateways and you see me say hi that's gonna be fun um once again, I have clinched the championship. You didn't need to say it again. I don't know. I don't think anybody forgot. Nobody forgot. I'm just being, a, I'm just being annoying. Okay. I got oh, my real? pick, Zach. Are you ready? I got your my yeah. pick. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> I
0: was, I almost said I got your pick. Well, I do have your pick because who, who else are we going to pick besides Joseph Newgarden? All right. That didn't count, obviously. Literally... Alright. I'm ready. Alright. Three, two, one, pressing enter. Ooh. I almost said out loud, I don't know if I can spell his name. Scott McLaughlin. Um we both picked Scott McLaughlin. Alright. Alright. Well. Third time. Oh, I already typed it. Well, okay. I, 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 enter? I, I yeah, it's fine. So I was gonna pick Will Power, you pick Power Awards. I trust you. We trust each other. Um honest yeah, mistake. Yeah. So um, Pinsky was really fast at Iowa, so I'm going with a little power. I picked, yeah, yeah. I went through, I was going through all of Pinsky. That was my strategy, going through all Pinsky. They were fast as hell at Iowa, and Pato Award is just not having a year. He's just not
1: having a year. So, that's my logic yeah. with that. Yeah, my uh, apostrophe button is right by enter, and I hit enter instead of the apostrophe. So, yeah, I went with Pato Award. I think he's just gonna be right up there with the Pinsky's though. He usually is on the ovals. Yeah. Um, if we would have gone, because my next pick was power. So if you <laughs> if you would have done Pato and then power, my next one would have been David Malukas. I'm I thought about him, but you had one after that. I uh, I don't know if it's there this year, but I was gonna put Alec,
0: uh, Alex pelo because okay. guess what, my man's gonna poop out a top
1: three finish somehow. So probably, yeah. So. By the way, um, alternate tires are being used at Gateway.
0: Oh, we talked about this before, didn't we? I forgot mm-hmm. about that. How is that going to look? Is this the f- this is the first time in history that Indy cars using alternate tires in yep. an oval? That
1: is going to be interesting.
0: They're going to be reds. They're going to be called reds, or they're going to be called something stupid like blues.
1: Are they the greens? Remember how the green ones they call them like something weird? I don't even know. I think they're reds, though. I don't think they're the green tires.
0: They'd be That'd be cool if they called them the blues, because like an oval. I don't know. Blue ovals? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be
1: kind of cool. Maybe if Ford was in the series. The
0: oranges. The orange tires. I don't but yeah, <laughs> like I, Hot Wheels. I, I, I am curious how that'll look. <laughs> yeah. That'll be really exciting. Um, let's see how... It, hey, what if that... What if that causes a shake-up in what we expect with Joseph Newgarden? Because it could maybe, I don't know, maybe it throws Tim Centric off his game. I mean, it is kind of an unknown. I mean, because, and I assume they're doing this just to improve the racing at Gateway because Dirty Air is kind of a, it's a bit of an issue at Gateway. So I yeah. assume this is just and a they're,
1: band-aid. They're also having the, uh, you know how they did a Texas, the outside lane practice session last oh. two years? They're doing that at Gateway as well.
0: I hope it don't so, rain. Yeah, they're
1: trying several other things. I hope not. Well, I don't know. Um. Well, that should
0: be a good. It should be a good race. It was a really good race last year. Uh, is it? It's, it's on Sunday, right? Because NASCAR Saturday night. Yeah, it's night. on Sunday. That's gonna be hot. Ooh, it's been so long since we've had an IndyCar race like on a Sunday without NASCAR. Ooh, I know that's gonna be kind of nice. I do wish it was a night race, but like at least it's not conflicting. Be if it would have been really stupid if it was conflicting with Daytona on a Saturday night, that would have been yeah. Then we would have been depressed Sunday with nothing to talk about. Actually, I guess we I would know. have been recording this. I maybe that wouldn't have been a bad thing. But um Maybe. Wait. Ah, never mind. The race probably runs late. Maybe we we could record Sunday night next week. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But yeah. Yep. So cool episode. Um Yeah, Daytona's gonna be good. I'm excited for this race. I I hate the idea of it still. I hate the fact that we took it away from July 4th. But man, I can't say I'm not excited for what's going to happen Saturday night. Um, it's a it's a race that you clear your calendar for. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. and hopefully it's not too stupid. But <laughs> this race has it's never Daytona. been not stupid. When it's since since 2020, it's never been not stupid. But We've also had some really cool moments, some really cool finishes. Um, hopefully, there's no rain, because it's Florida in August. So, we'll have to see. Hopefully, we're lucky. But, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are, too. And, you know, IndyCar is going to be good, as well. I think Formula One's still on their summer break. And,
1: you know. Actually, I was going to say, if you care, F1 is back. They are? This weekend. They are back at uh, Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Cool. Don't care.
0: Um. <laughs> it's not that my f1 what fixation it's not that my f1 fixation is over it's just like yeah no it's over mm. um <laughs> i stopped playing the games i'm back on my splatoon right. grind um
1: yeah you're back on your animal crossing grind it's like 2020 up in here I am. it's yeah. going back to 2020 we need to have a midweek race now just a random wednesday night race they should do that. NASCAR, I think the NASCAR
0: they need to have just a bunch of random like races like that. That's what they were talking about on the teardown. Like We cannot have two road courses back to back. You need to make yeah, sure every I race is really different hurt. from each other. so Alright, y'all. Yeah. Uh, you guys take care. Have a great week. Have a safe week and we will see you guys next time. Enjoy the racing. Bye. Are you going to say bye, Alex? I said bye. No, you didn't. Alright, bye, y'all. <laughs> I said bye.